Hello. Hello. Welcome to the Ethical Slut Podcast. You're here with your host, Louise, a.k.a. Lulu Island, and the lovely Miss Condensation, Trudy Newell. I'm Dismounted Records and Radio. How are you this evening? I am just recovering from a migraine, actually. <laughs> oh, in the background, we've got a train going past. There's going to be a lot of that, by the way, listeners. You so live in a train to... station now. Well, I live right alongside four train lines. Four? Yeah. yeah. One, one just wasn't big enough for you. Well, what can I say? I like girth, and and I, and I like and I really like to go somewhere. So, uh-huh. and I and I like trains. So, it's the perfect spot for me. Awesome, awesome. I have a funny story. Can I share it with you? Yeah, share it with me. Share it with the listeners. Okay, I I I get these meditations called flow dreams. And in this flow dream that I was sent called Everyday Riches, some of McStravick says something along the lines of, I close my eyes. I see a road. The road goes off into the distance and it <laughs> curves away. And she says, it's my perfect direction. <laughs> Not my perfect direction. My perfect direction. And I'm like... How did they not catch that? And I couldn't go to sleep after that. I was just laughing my <laughs> ass off so much. And I just had to share it with people. And so, yeah. Yes. We, I, we made, I made some penis jokes about that today, I remember. <laughs> yeah. A hard path, you said, a hard path. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And, um, and it, it tends to curve. Although you may, you know, at first you may think you're going straight, but usually it, it there ends up being a curve. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my some roads, some roads, some erections are um very curved. I tell you what, my perfect erection would be any fucking erection right now. I could, yeah, I could do with one. You you need a root love. I do. I do you need a good shag. Good. What's some What's some other really Aussie ways of saying sex? Um, a root. A root. A root is the main one. A shag is a bit American, actually. I think shag is. Okay. Um, do you think I'm sexy? You know that guy out of Austin Powers. Ah. Uh, ah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't think. I can't think of any others either. Maybe we need the listeners to chime in and actually tell us yes. some more some more rude words for. Yeah, Jessica. Oh no, you're in America. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. All languages are considered. Yeah, you can send send us your rude words um, at anchor dot fm forward slash lulu island no uh, the ethical slut podcast (laughs) you know people must be searching you so much because i've had i've got one episode that's called the ethical slut tinkle puss and it's had like (laughs) 500 times the views that my stuff gets it's ridiculous 
Well, the last one had nearly 800 listens, so that makes me happy. You know, 800 people is a good amount, like a lot of people that, that are is. getting something out of what I'm doing. So I feel really nice. Yeah. Feel, yeah, you know. I feel honoured to be here. Well, it's, you are an honour to have. I was trying to think of something, like there was like something right, something Better than that, right, right on my brain. The tip of my, of my brain. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I have turned off the ceiling fan as a concession for this um, this episode. I'm just lying on my bed with my iPhone headphones in. Am I in bed with you? Yeah. <gasps> oh, now I'm doubly on it. How scandalous. must be a big bed hey at least the borders are open now oh that's good i didn't i didn't hear that but i haven't been listening to the news much today i've been just laying around like a zombie unless someone's been telling me porkies but someone told me the borders were open now yeah i don't know i don't know love well, you're not coming to visit me in any case. You've got a hysterical bird you have to take care of. I do. I can barely leave the unit to go to the shops. Oh, my gosh. And getting bitten on the nose does not sound like fun. And and twice on the mouth since I've lived here. Uh, it's been like six weeks now I think I've lived here. But she is settling down, right? She is. This is my rainbow lorikeet who she's decided I'm her mate, but that's all getting settled down by me not engaging in any sexual behaviour with her. I didn't realise quite how much I was affecting her hormones by patting her back and having her really enjoy it because it was fun, you know, like she was so pliable when when I was having um, unwitting bird sex with her. (laughs) (laughs) Um, and uh, yeah, oh. and and I could really get in. Actually, I did a little bit tonight, but like I kept it around her neck. But I was able to to get in there and really um, get to the root of these pin feathers because a lot of the scratches that she gets are to um, like because when the feathers first come through, they're quite hard, okay. and then they. And they're quite itchy, and so you scratch. That's they can't get to them, and that's why they do that for each other. They do the backs of their, oh. the, back, the backs of their their necks, and all around, and all around their eyes, and the sides of their face, and stuff like that, and the top, like just above the beak, and and their head and stuff. Oh. And so, like that's what you do. Like that's the friendly. That's the friends with. Not even friends with benefits, just the good friends, good mates, kind of like yeah. sort of. I don't know. I, I I I don't. I'm not that knowledgeable about birds, but anyway, it's it's more sanctioned. It doesn't get the hormones going as much as doing the back pats and things like that. Okay. But um, and also not having anywhere that she could like potentially lay eggs in, like not having a little like I, I used to have a little bird box in there, and so she just kept laying eggs so now she's not so hormonal and now she's settled in and her birdie PTSD is starting to settle down and 
And um, I, at some point, I think I might start leading a slightly more normal, less like I've got a newborn baby existence. So um, she sleeps at night, though. She doesn't wake me up during the night. Like once I put her to bed, like just like about sunset or a bit after, um, and she now I can go get to was 5 a.m. now it's 6 30 a.m. oh that's much better much more civilized <laughs> yeah definitely makes a big difference that one and a half hours but you know what this bird makes me miss you because we only get to have conversations every now and again now yeah we've hardly talked since I moved in I've hardly talked to anybody except my mum manages to call and Zoe doesn't get so upset when mum's on the phone she likes because she likes mum so she doesn't get so jealous. She sort of, as long as I include her in the conversation from time to time, she doesn't get, start squawking like a fire alarm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but yeah, she's, um, but that she has to be in the same room though. I can't, like when I put her out on the patio to have some space, some time to myself, have to be like a ninja sneaking around. She's like the most high maintenance girlfriend you could ever imagine. Like, and the most high maintenance girlfriend, like times a thousand. Mm. And, yeah. So, um, but that's all right. We're, we're, she, it is very nice to have her companionship, though. I think I'd probably be quite lonely without her. Yeah. And since, and since Cassandra, um, is closed for COVID, um, you know, like I'm not going to get my sort of closeness needs met by ha- hooking up with a, um, a regular shag or anything. So um, at least the bird gives me the company. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've got no one in this house apart from when the girls come to visit on the weekends. So it's mm. quite lonely. But I've been yeah. um, I've been whiling away my time smoking some blends from the Happy Herb Company. We're not sponsored by the Happy Herb Company. But, no. um, yeah, I've been trying to experiment with cutting down my tobacco usage, but it's made my voice all crackly. Ah. Uh, uh, I was playing some of Trudy's music to a musician that's living in the units that I've moved into, which I'm living in Nanda, Nanda down under. That is so cool. I never thought of it like that. Yeah, Zoe and I are two birds living in Nanda Down Under in our little studio apartment. She's got her birdie mansion and also her in- indoor cage, which I move around to various places so that she can see me at all times. And then I'll have the door open so and a special branch on top and a toy on top so she'll kind of climb in and out of the cage and then she'll try to climb down the cage and then I'll get mad at her and tell her to climb up again. Because once she gets on the floor, she can get into all kinds of mischief. Mm. So um, we discourage that. But, um, you know, I do need to, I do need to probably let, like, have a, let her have some floor time, like actually designated floor time where I take stuff that I don't want her to chew off the floor. And... It really is like having a toddler. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, she needs the stimulation. That's part of, you know, her recovery is just giving her, because she's very curious about everything. Like birds are super smart. 
She's super smart and I didn't realise that until more recently and I've had her for eight years and now it all kind of makes sense. And she doesn't shit on me anymore. You know, she used to shit on me all the time. Like since I've learned to treat her better, treat my bird right, I don't get shot on nearly as much. Um, I, I'm not like getting bitten as much um, despite the terrible bites I've been getting sometimes. But, yeah, um, yeah, she's um, – Changing her behaviour. That's awesome. And and she she used to always screech down my ear and she's not doing that anymore either. So um yeah, so she's been trying to communicate with me all this time and I just have been too dumb to um to listen, probably because she deafened me with those fucking squawks. Yeah. <laughs> dumb human. Yeah. I have something to read. Would you like to hear it? Yep. Nothing comes to mind. I've been mulling over and over the same shit all night, hoping that everything was going to be all right. Nothing doing. One last showing. Better make it through this time. Time begets. We forget. We regret. But time is an illusion. Time is just confusion. Let it go. Just let the information flow. Let it go. Just let the information flow. You will know. You will see. Just learn to be in tune with the frequency of hope. But you can't have your favourite make-believe. Reality has set you free. Boldly go and boldly lead. Reality has loosed its grip. Oh, what a trip. Reality has loosed its grip. Oh, what a trip. Mm, nice. Thank you. I'm going to make a song out of that soon. That is cool. I'm just waiting on I'm waiting on um, Jeff St. John to actually write me some guitar for it. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm I'm distracted by this. I get I'm been getting waves of horniness again, which is kind of annoying because you know I'm like trying to quietly masturbate. You know, like living in units, it's like a little tricky. But um, yeah, uh, I. I just really want someone to massage my feet and then go down on me. That's just what I, I'm just really craving. It's like a good foot massage and then some good head. (sighs) Well, I can help you out with the foot massage. That's what I'm dreaming of. (laughs) Uh, I just imagine lying on my bed that I'm lying on now and just having someone massage my feet and crawl up to bed and just like go crazy on my clip. Mm. <sighs> we can dream. You we know? can, we can dream. We can dream. COVID has changed the whole fucking world. Yeah, man. For those of you who are interested in polyamory, I mean, either I imagine you're just like, well, that this is over. Or you're like, oh, this will blow over. Or maybe you're like, this is all bullshit. Um, I'm still going to do my polyamorous thing. This is a conspiracy. And, you know, like there's, I'm sure there's all sorts of shades of people out there listening to this. Mm. So, you know, we make room for you all because what is truth and reality? I mean, I really like um, uh, Charles Fort. Um, There's this magazine called 40 and Times that – my ex used to get and um, his thing was the truth is whatever the best evidence supports at a, any particular time. Mm-hmm. So 
I, I really, I really like that. So, you know, um, I think I, I like to make room for a lot of different truths, but also at the same time have a reality check of like, well, let's look around and see what is the best evidence mm-hmm. and, you know, like try to like have a decent, a decent look, decent go of it. And then, um, and then form an opinion and try to use your critical thinking as well. Um, so, and simplicity is complexity resolved. Um, Oh, I like uh, that. I like that. I'm going to use that. Uh, it's, it's like, uh, it's a little bit akin to the expression. Um, if I had more time, I would have written you a shorter letter Mm -hmm. and, uh, and stuff like that. So it's like critical thinking kind of, I don't know. It's, uh, it's like the benefit, and here's another one, the benefit of writing things down and forming your, like, um, I heard an author talk about that, how he'd do recordings and feel like he'd nailed it. Um, he was like a, he wrote books, but he also wrote for uh, Rolling Stone magazine and then another one. Anyway, um, and he said whenever he took notes, it was always better than the doing a recording and there was something about the process of Putting like taking notes paper. and mm-hmm. then yeah there's something magical about that there is. and um yeah and that just concentrates it but then I say that and this is my forum is just to go blah 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 into the ether hello <laughs> darlings hello darlings I see you there I see you there time for another I story do. have you heard about the three wise monkeys. Um, did they walk into a bar? No. Did they cross a road? No. Okay, what did they do then? Well, there's what kind of what sitting, kind of a joke is this? If they didn't do joke, either of those. It's not a joke. It's actually wisdom. What? Oh, okay. Okay. All right, go. So there's three wise monkeys, right? Most people know about the three wise monkeys. Speak no evil see no evil and hear no evil, right? But nobody understands that there's actually four wise monkeys and the last one, the reason we don't talk about him is because he's a bit of a tosser. Oh, it literally is wank no evil? Yes. No, it's, it's do no evil. Do no evil. No one and is he wanky? About, yes, he's wanking. Oh. I have an old brown it's a sh- hanger. It's, it's, a sh- it's a shame that the wanking is evil. It is a shame, yeah. I wish I can't think of a better representation of evil. I don't know, stabbing someone, finger wagging them. (laughs) (laughs) There's a lot of evil finger wagging in the world today. I think the the world would be a much better place if people would put down that finger, stop wagging it. It's not serving you. There's it's only not, one. It's definitely not serving the person that you're wagging your finger at. There's only one good place to wag a finger, right? Mm. Yeah. Up someone's pussy. Yeah. <laughs> or up their bum hole, if that's what they're into. Yeah. Well, I'm not into that. <laughs> I like a finger up the butt. Or each to their each to their own. Yeah, it's got to be well lubricated though and taken slowly. I don't think, I don't think I'm ever going to, unless I meet another micro dick man, um, 
I don't think I'm ever going to have anal sex because it's just too painful. Hmm. And I'm just not, yeah, I'm just not willing to go through it. And I've got an anal fissure, so it, it would just bleed everywhere. Like we're just like, it wouldn't be pretty. Hmm. That's no good. It's not, it's not, it's not very sexy. <laughs> not at all. I, tw- I stole my own TV yesterday. Good. What? I stole my own TV <laughs> to put in my home studio. So now I have two monitors because I've got the Mac and then I've got the big screen next to it so that I can actually edit my music a lot more efficiently. Okay. Cool. So you got it from your old house? No, I well yes, but I got it ages ago. But I took it from the from the lounge room. Um, wow! And I bought a new TV because I bought a new TV for the, the desk, but it's thirty two inches, and thirty two inches is just a bit too big for my desk. Mm. Um, okay. So now I've got a new TV in the lounge room. It's still got the plastic on it. I can't figure out how to get the plastic off it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Wowzers, trousers. <laughs> and I have clothes hanging everywhere because they were all wet. So walking into my lounge room looks like a Chinese laundry. Hmm. My place is a, a quite askew right now. Hey, I'm waiting on seven rotating bamboo um, kitchen pantry um, organisers. Oh. They're like little lazy Susans and um, it means that you can just rotate them to find your shit. Cool. And not dig through the back of the cupboard. I've used them at mum's house and at Sarah's place and they're really great. And they were seven bucks each and they're bamboo and they look so funky. So I bought seven... Bought lots of them. Six for the pantry, one for the chemicals cupboard. Oh, what's that sound? Sorry, listeners. Um, for that, it's uh, sounding like Trudy sticky taping her tits together. <laughs> I'm finally figuring out how to take the plastic off the TV. Oh, okay. Well, it's making a dreadful sound. All right, I'll stop. Thank you. So, um. Have you had any sexy conversations? No, nobody wants to have sexy conversations with me. They just want to talk about spiritual stuff. Everyone's asking me about magic, so I'm teaching some people some magic. Okay. That's what I'm doing. And everyone's appreciative, but no one is coming up with the dosh, so Christmas is looking very, very, very... Uh, austere. Austere, my dear. Hmm. Mm. But that's okay. Well, it's not everything. Well, I think I could. Oh, hello. Yep. Oh, I thought it cut out there for a second. Um. Yeah, I'm not sure whether this neighbor of mine, Ricardo, is like a um. Possible sexual contender. He's quite a big guy as well. So because we're both fat, I just wonder whether our genitals would actually be able to reach each other. (laughs) I was wondering when we were talking earlier, I was thinking, you've moved in next to a new contender, haven't you? Yes. 
Well, he has this uncanny, um, like, charm and attraction and he's had it since he was a kid. Like, he told me that, like, he, even when he was really young, like, um, he was really popular with the girls and at the dances, like, the girls would come up and ask him to dance and he didn't tell the story in, like, that kind of cocksure, arrogant way. It, he still had the kind of innocence of the surprise when, of being this kid and being like, what's going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but he's got, he's got beautiful eyes um, and he's got definitely some kind of a, an innate magic about him that some people have, you know. Mm-hmm. Some people just have very, you know, I think you and I have very strong personalities and charismatic personalities are also kind of a bit twisted, weird and jaded too. Um, which can sometimes be off-putting to some people, mm. but he's he's um, he manages to keep most of his jadedness like not too out there. He's like he told me his dad was pretty violent. And he once threw him through a um, a screen door, but like like a wooden screen door, mm-hmm. um, like when he was a kid, like because they were. Um, uh, first generation like immigrants from Uruguay, which is in South America, mm-hmm. and um, and this guy Ricardo came over when he was five. Interesting fellow, very good on guitar. Definitely gonna get him on the podcast. Mm. Well, I think you might get more than that, my dear. I don't know. I it's uh, I want to live here for a while and. Sex complicates things. Oh, don't shoot where you eat. Is that what you're telling me? Yeah. Oh, that's a shame. <sighs> I know. We're all adults, though. It doesn't work that way. Mm. What we think intellectually is not. We've got drives which are much deeper and much stronger than our conscious mind. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. Or fortunately, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, I told my right. I told my Emma that joke about the perfect direction, and I... and she laughed. So I had to explain it to her a little bit, but she got it in the end. Uh, you're lovely, Emma. She's grown up to be such a lovely young lady. Mm. I'm proud of her. Good. How old is she now? She's 15. Wow. And she's come out to me as being bisexual. Wow. Yeah. So I'm very proud of her because she's got her own personality and she doesn't just let the crowd decide what she's like. She's just solid as a rock. That's great. Mm. Well done, Mum. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. And little Fiona? Oh, she's just gorgeous. There's a video online that I just posted called Cacophony of Silence Lullaby. Mm -hmm. And I've put a few snaps of her growing up in it. And at the end, there's this little vignette in which she says to Daddy, Daddy, 
look what I did. I'm a different person and I just drew you a crocodile. Do you like crocodiles? Because I drew it for you. <laughs> and, that, and that's how the video ends. But it's on my YouTube channel if anyone's interested. Oh, cute. So I'm going to wrap this up. Yeah, we've been blathering on for 27 minutes. Lovely listeners, thanks for tuning in. It's been fun having you along. It has. And so now Trudy and I are going to go sleepy bye-byes. At least I'm going to try to. I don't know. What are you going to do, Trudy? Well, I'm awake now that I've had to be on air. I'm I'm very energised, so I might go and do some music and see whether this migraine lets me do it. Oh, well, go away, migraine. Thank you. All right. Night-night. See you, you sexy sons of bitches. See you, Trudes. Love your work, babe. Bye, wankers. Bye, wankers. Oh.